I am Jim Collison and live from the Gallup Studios here in Omaha, Nebraska. This is Gallup's Theme Thursday, Season 6, recorded on February 14th, 2020. Theme Thursday's Gallup webcast series that dives deep into the Clifton Strengths themes, one theme at a time. This season, based on developing teams and managers with Clifton Strengths, and today we are looking at deliberative. If you're listening live, love to have you join us in the chat room. There's a link uh, up there in the, in the video window to our YouTube instance. There's a chat room that is there. We'll be taking your questions live pre, post, and mid show are all available that way as well. If you're listening after the fact and you have questions, you can always send us an email, coaching at gallup.com. Don't forget, subscribe on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, there's a subscribe button bottom right. You can subscribe, hit the notification bell, and you can listen to us as a podcast on any podcast player. Search Gallup webcasts. Micah Librant is our host today. She's a workplace consultant here at Gallup. And Micah, always great to see you. It was great to see you last week personally, but uh, welcome back to Theme Thursday. Thanks, Jim. Gosh, it's great to be here. I was just looking, uh, if you're watching and you're thinking, what's Micah looking at? I was just counting the number of executing themes we have today. And today when we focus on deliberative, it's the halfway point to make it through our first domain. Um, so of course, this season really is about strong themes leading to stronger teams. So if you are a manager or part of a team, or even when you think about groups of people working together toward a common goal, this is for you. Um, you're going to, if you've been listening, you have gone halfway through our first uh, leadership domain around executing, and you're starting to get real familiar with these five truths of strong teams. So we're going to explore deliberative today across those five truths, just using them as a jumping point. It's not a researched piece that that overtly connects to Clifton Strengths themes. We're using them as a way to kind of incept some education around what it takes to be a great team, but also just explore uh, the deliberative theme um, through those truths. So as you listen to that, I encourage you to just build some insight on what this might mean um, in a group. Instead of just thinking about deliberative as one that likes to get something done, th listen for perhaps how is it different or similar to other executing themes. Um, this is a, a theme that tends to be more rare in our database when it comes to top five frequency. So let's start with the definition of deliberative. Um, you are best described, if you have high deliberative, by the serious care that you take in making decisions or choices. You anticipate obstacles. Um, and the first truth of a strong team that we're going to use to talk about deliberative is conflict doesn't destroy strong teams because strong teams focus on results. I, I really love the statement because I think oftentimes we get afraid of this conflict. Yeah. And in deliberative, I, I and I know this brings up sometimes this 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 bias of slowing things down. And I don't I don't think that's actually true. And we're going to explore that uh, kind of today. But was it, because of that, what does it mean? Focus on results, right? Because sometimes we think deliberative. It's all about thinking, but it is result yeah. oriented, right? So what does that mean? It is. And, you know, I, I like this truth as well, because it doesn't say that great teams are good at overcoming conflict. How often do we just get stuck in saying, you know what, my team really needs is some resolution or my team needs to figure out how to get along better. That isn't what's true about strong teams. It's it's that they get along because the result is more important than the conflict. And within deliberative, it's a theme that's always taking into account the individual actions and how they lead to 
progress toward a larger goal. So a focus on results for somebody with deliberative might need to look um, more connected to long-term what do we want to accomplish than simply celebrating the shorter-term milestones. You can already hear how that's different from some of those other executing themes we've talked about that deal in the bullet points being sort of the center stage. With deliberative, it's, it's about that bigger picture Different than a thinking theme like strategic where it's 40,000 feet and, and what if and contingency, deliberative really is looking at the practical progress that we can make and wanting to see how do those individual milestones lead to huge progress or something that we're really moving forward. So, um, I think about with deliberative sustainability of progress. The way that deliberative gets there is by minimizing risk. It Deliberative isn't so much a swing for the fences achievement a cheerleader as it is careful um, certainty and steps toward accomplishment. I, I really love that because it is a, it it paints it as a forward moving theme. And so yeah. we've talked about the importance of being able to track progress on this. So what type of results might matter most? Well, somebody with deliberatives probably thought about it ahead of time. <laughs> They're going to move forward real swiftly once they've uh, had the entire plan vetted um, against danger, against risk. So they're tracking progress that they've already evaluated. Um, it could make it challenging to recognize them in the same way you might recognize other people because they're not going to be surprised typically by, by progress. They've already thought about it. Uh, right outside my house between where I live and where I drop my kids off at school, it's like a five-minute drive normally. It's been 10 or 15 minutes lately because they're repaving the entire road. And you can see that they're doing one lane at a time. I think about deliberative a lot that way. It's the ability to say, okay, let's not jump in. Let's remove all this sort of used pavement and dangerous potholes and things that have built up over time. And before we decide to move forward, let's move forward in a thoughtful way that's going to minimize risk. Now, I'm a little, uh, I don't have deliberative. I have activator kind of high. You could think about those two as theoretically pretty opposite. Activator says it doesn't matter. Let's get going. Um, deliberative says, no, let's tear up the entire road. Let's evaluate what we need to do. And then once we move forward, we're going to move forward real fast. But it is that careful piece around making sure that what we're doing is safe and certain and, and minimizing risk. So I think they might be equally inspired um, by what didn't happen as they are what did happen. Um, so even thinking about managing someone deliberative, could you track the risks that were avoided as as a way to recognize or talk about their their results. Maybe it's dollars saved, accidents that didn't happen, days without a fire drill. Yeah, no, I like that. What's our second truth? Strong teams prioritize what's best for the organization and then move forward. So this really is about aligning your priorities with the organization's priorities. In a team, there might also be a stop along the way to align individuals with the whole team. So thinking about goals, ways of working, deal breakers, and expectations. So we've often spent some time talking about this we versus me, right? When we think about those these themes early and as we understand them, they, we focus on, on how they affect us. But then later as we get into teams, they think about the we. How are they affecting the team? So how does someone with deliberative focus on the larger goal or purpose more than just themselves? I think there's a certain amount of trust they need to have in the certainty and stability of the goal. The benefit to working a certain way or working toward an end as it relates to risk. Essentially, how does what our group is focused on help us navigate potential danger with more confidence? 
to say it another way, the why for someone with deliberative will be powerful. And if it's, it'll be more powerful if it's around safety or certainty or sustainability. I like that word too. So when it comes to communicating organizational goals to somebody with high deliberative, show your work. Instead of we're focusing on this product this year, try, we did our homework. We evaluated all the options of where to invest our energy. And this product is among the top three most stable. Now note that you don't have to be the one who's doing the evaluating. It doesn't have to be perfect. It should be honest. But giving a nod to the homework that has been done um, helps the person with deliberative kind of jump in without having to start at zero. Yeah, actually, as an activator, I really appreciate that deliberative thought through seeing it because then I know I have confidence to just move forward. It's very, mm -hmm. for me, it, it very it's motivating in a way that allows me to move forward knowing someone else has carefully thought through it. What else inspires someone with deliberative to take action? Having exposure to expectations before making a decision, um, an invitation to act rather than a forced direction, the opportunity to change their way of proceeding based on their own analytics or their own experience. Um, the other word for that is autonomy. <laughs> um, and I think also time. Uh, give them some time to act once they've done their homework. Sometimes I think we paint slowing things down as being negative or we try to apologize for it and say oh, it's not necessarily about slowing things down. Deliberative, actually, it does slow things down. And that's okay. So what? that might mean that you have to front end your your timeline a little bit to make sure that person with deliberative has time to to do the evaluating. And imagine if we took deliberative and thought of it, because we sometimes that's the first words out of our mouth, like slowing, like slowing things down and change that phrase to thinking things through. Like, I think that is such a, that's a, just a way more positive approach. Yeah. You know, we just, we sometimes come out the gate too negative on this for sure. Well, and I think we, I think we're too negative about slow too. You know, what yeah. are we getting when we're slowing True. things down? We're getting confidence, certainty, safety. Um, I, I think stability, yeah. more togetherness on where we're going. Sometimes slow is good. Right on, right on. What's number three? Members of strong teams are as committed to their personal lives as they are to their work. So how does deliberative show up in someone's personal life, you think? You know, they might be cautious with their relationships. Um, they might take longer to create a connection. Let's not mistake deliberative as necessarily being a relationship building theme. They might have others that, that speed up those connections. But deliberative by itself um, might make stronger, more lasting connections in the seemingly boring times. So deliberative really isn't one for highs or lows or drama. Um, they also could be great at hobbies, skills, or interests that have very few variables, uh, less opportunity for surprise. Um, this could be, I think, a long-term repeated activity, something they've always really been into, or it could be just something that takes very little equipment or very little assistance. So with that, what question could a manager ask that might kind of tap into this personal side of deliberative? Here's a couple ideas. You could say, what's your process for deciding how to spend your time? Uh, what do you enjoy about planning an activity? What's something you're currently thinking about, evaluating, or considering? What's something that you are certain of and excited about? How about number four? 
Number four is strong teams embrace diversity. Now, diversity is a loaded word and a much bigger issue than just having different Clifton Strengths themes on your team. But um, there is, I think, an importance in being able to say, I bring something other people don't. In addition to my background, my experience, my pedigree, my 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 life, my community. Um, so we're just using this one as as a way to say what's different about the theme that maybe other people without it wouldn't bring. Yeah, and what what naturally might they bring to that team? Maybe what are some words that 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 may highlight their their spot, their place in the team? Yeah, you could call your deliberative teammate the evaluator, cautious, careful, considerate, steady, driven. Uh, they see challenges through what can be done, what can be accomplished, what we can progress toward in a way that minimizes risk. By the way, you should also ask them how they want to be known for their own talent. Yeah, there's some conversation going on in the chat room about that. Of course, theme dynamics play in. And so the other themes around that may have that influence. But what unique perspective does deliberative bring to a team or can? They can take things seriously. Um not that they're not going to be disruptors. They'll jump in once they've sorted out the highs and lows of innovation. So their creativity is going to look different. Uh, they're careful with yes. Uh, they're careful with agreement because they want to make sure what's being done is being done responsibly. Yeah. No, it's it, it, it has this incredible ability to then kind of unify the team and speed up some of the yeah. action that happens yeah. there. What's number five? Number five. I love this one. Strong teams are magnets for talent. Um, so it's all about you know, how do you spot a strong team? It's the one that everybody keeps raising their hand and tries to get be a part of, wants to be on. We've been dancing around this, but what are those things that attract? How do they make a team attractive? Uh, well, they ca the care that they that somebody with deliberative takes in choosing the path forward really demonstrates compassion. Uh, they take things seriously, and that shows they're rarely half in on executing. It's it. They're, they're all in when they're there. And that's, that's beautiful and attractive and, and tempting and, and seductive in a way. Um, they can fully immerse their energy into, toward a moving target or, or toward moving something forward. Um, they can act on purpose and they do act on purpose. I think there's just something uniquely magical about working alongside someone who very boldly believes that they are prepared for what they're about to make happen. So how would you describe, if we think about this in, in terms of the gift they bring to the team and, and maybe what others would always want more of? It's evaluation of potential risk, um, an assessor who can who can help not to just say yes or no to big ideas, but also to say, here's the implications. Here's what I naturally notice that other people might not have thought of. Um, they can be great at consulting. Tell me what we can do what we should do and why. Um, there's a dedication, there's an energy toward finding a certain path forward um, and an ease of working once they've already paved the way. Yeah, uh, great partner for me indeed. Let's review these five again. So results, not conflict. Do what's best for the organization and then move forward. Um, equally, your work and your personal life. Embrace diversity, magnets for talent. You might use those five just to think about where your team is right now, where your group is right now. Ask them what we think we're best at and then name the, the habits or the practices or the unwritten rules that make us best at it and stop there or ask people what we need to work on a little bit more and what we can improve. Oh, super good. We've been working on talent mindfulness for the second season. Micah, you have one ready for us. What do you have? Yeah. So I want to invite you to turn your, your curiosity inward. This is practice. 
strengths identification is different from strengths development. It's not the same to just name your strengths as it is to truly live and, and mindfully practice it. So development is ongoing. It has to happen on purpose. It's why we call this practice. And it's for you. You right now, listening, you in the chat, whether or not you lead with deliberative, you might hear hints of this theme, but it's designed for you and, and your practice. So take five seconds of silence to turn your focus on yourself. It might be easy to do this by just taking account of how you feel physically in the moment. Does anything hurt? Does anything feel better than normal? Are you standing? Are you sitting? How does it feel to stand or sit right now? I'm going to be quiet for just a moment to help you get into yourself. This is not a journey to fix anything or evaluate anything, just to notice. Now that you've put yourself at the center of your focus, I invite you to think about a recent success that you've had. This could be personal or professional. It doesn't have to be any better than anyone else's success. Just keep it recent. Let's focus on the past 30 days. What is one specific success you have experienced during the past month? You are a beautifully complex human being, my friend, and no single part of you in isolation was likely responsible for that success. I'm sure it was a complicated process. But if you were to nominate one of your dominant talent themes for an award related to that success, which one theme would you say played a starring role? Think about your dominant talent themes and pick one that really deserves the award for this success. I want you to write that theme name down on the inside of your brain. See the word, that the name of that theme in your thoughts. Now imagine that that talent theme grew arms and legs and became something that could follow you around like a companion. Maybe it's bold and loud. Maybe it's unassuming. Imagine what your dominant theme might look like if it were sitting here in your space. This companion theme has your best success in mind. It plays your highlight reel back to you. It whispers hints of observations that help you improve. Now think about bringing that theme with you as you go about the rest of your day, your week, your next challenge. You'll see some things more clearly. You'll hold yourself accountable for the greatness that this companion theme sees in you. You'll stay slightly more on target as you journey toward the potential that's already there. We're doing this on purpose today and we're calling it a companion theme, but the truth is your dominant talents are always there with you. When you're focused on purpose, when you fail, when you succeed. Calling one out and considering how you might make more sense of it 
on purpose just helps you to turn down the distraction. Uh, So today, with your companion theme at your side, resist the temptation to be other people's versions of great. You have patterns of thinking that are unique to you, and you are better when they're right here with you. On purpose. On power. That's your talent mindfulness for today. Oh, I can't hear you, Jim. Come back. That's because I was being quiet. On purpose, <laughs> on power. That that's um, that's pretty great. It's a good good reminder, I think, for us at times. Um, just in those those moments of question and of doubt, right? Uh, internally. So super great. Want to remind everyone with that, take full advantages of all the resources we do have available for you, not just here on Theme Thursday, but we have hundreds of these, literally hundreds, actually thousands if you count the call to coach. That's available for you on our new Gallup Access uh, platform. Many of them are available for you without even signing in. So go to gallup.com slash Strengths. By the way, that address will take you right to your strengths dashboard if you want to log in do it that way. Um, don't forget while you're there, sign up for our new Clifton Strengths community newsletter. Stay informed with what we're doing every single month de- delivered to your inbox for you. While you're there, you can also uh, head out to our YouTube page, search, just go to YouTube and search Clifton Strengths and subscribe to that page as well. That's when we publish these in a format that maybe are shorter or easier to use for those you're coaching or those that you're working with or in your organization. Micah, we hear stories of people using these for lunch and learns and uh, in times, right, they get, they're getting together and they're, they're, they're listening to these together, which is super great. So subscribe over there. So, you know, when new ones come out, if you're a podcast listener, just go to your podcast app and search Gallup webcast. You'll find theme Thursday and the seven other podcasts we have out there mm-hmm. as well. And you can uh, subscribe to those. If you have any questions about anything we talked about, your organization struggling to implement uh, any of these, any of the, the strength stuff we talked about, you can contact us, coaching at gallup.com. You can also see, see a complete list of all of our courses that are available on our courses page, courses.gallup.com. Micah mentioned this in the pre-show, but if you want to never miss a live show, we have an Eventbrite page and I keep that thing up to date now. That's like, that's, that's become my, uh, my mission. Micah, to make sure that thing is up to date all the time and everybody's communicated with you can follow us, gallup.eventbrite.com. Follow us there, and we'll send you notifications whenever anything comes out. Speaking of that, Clifton, the uh, Gallup at Work Summit is coming up. It's coming up this June, June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Mike has been putting a ton of work into that. Gallupatwork.com, April 4th. The prices go up by 100 so you probably want to get in uh, before that happens. Breakout sessions are out. Everything we have is out there, so head out there. Uh, gallupatwork.com. Join us in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash call to coach. Find us on LinkedIn by searching Clifton Strengths, one word, trained coaches, and uh, we'll let you in that group as well. I want to thank you for joining us. If you're listening live, stay around for the mid show. If you're listening uh, if you're to the recorded version, uh, just listen to the next one. We'll see you. Thanks for coming out.